preface. Many great men and women have written entire books about every aspect of the game. However, some of the best things ever written about the game of baseball are the words that were spoken about the game. BaseballAlmanac.com This audiobook is about American League Baseball in the early 1950s. Please join me as I reminisce about what it was like to be the visiting team's bat boy for the Washington Senators during the 1953 and 1954 seasons. Back then, baseball was very different from what it is today. Night games were few and far between. There were no batter's helmets, no designated hitters, no synthetic grasses, no batting gloves, no multi-million dollar salaries, no free agent contracts, no player strikes, no players hawking their autographs, no retractable domed stadiums, no steroid accusations, and no division playoff series or wild cards determining which team was the most deserving to play in the World Series. Yes, the 1950s will go down as one of the greatest eras of baseball. Maybe the greatest of all. My Stories I have many remarkable stories to tell you. First, I am sure you wonder how I was lucky enough to land my job as visiting team bat boy for the Washington Senators. What follows would be what it was like to be a bat boy, like on April 17, 1953, when Mickey Mantle hit his tape measure 565-foot home run out of Griffith Stadium. Then, for example, there are my memories of the Ted Williams I got to know, memories which may well surprise you. Then there's the story of how the pitching ace, Satchel Paige, gave me throwing advice and told the strange tale of the smallest major league player ever, who came to bat as a pinch hitter for the St. Louis Browns in 1951. Lots of what I will tell you is about what I myself witnessed, in the clubhouse, in the dugout, and on the field, as a 15-year-old bat boy. In short, I have compiled many stories I hope you will enjoy. In this book, I shall also dip into a few matters that did not directly involve me, but that I consider essential to the mood I am trying to set. I really have to tell you, for example, what happened in the National League on Wednesday, October 3rd, 1951, just two years before my day as a bat boy. It was enormously exciting, and even at my young age, I certainly knew well enough about it at the time. The National League's World Series Race the Brooklyn Dodgers, after finishing the season in a statistical dead heat with the New York Giants, had entered into a three-game playoff to determine which team would advance to the World Series. With the first two games split, the third and final game was taking place at the Polo Grounds in New York. My mom had recently bought a television. Some of you older folks may remember those enormous pieces fronted by a small black-and-white TV screen. Ours was a Hallicrafter's 16-inch console. So as it happened, I saw this exciting game on TV, and I remember it as if it happened only yesterday. In the bottom of the ninth, the Dodgers were up 4-2. to two. That's it, I thought. Game over. I got up to go find my pals and play baseball at the nearby school playground. But I abruptly stopped to watch as Bobby Thompson, the New York Giants outfielder, stepped into the batter's box.